0: it's Debbie Gilbert from the Business Awards Show and I'm also the owner of the Best Business Women Awards and today I'm joined by Kath Reynolds, owner and founder of Balance Recruitment. They're a recruitment agency that specialise in accountancy and finance systems recruitment for law firms and Kath was the gold winner of Best Businesswoman in Recruitment 2022 in the Best Business Women Awards, but has also won 17 other awards, some of them for her team in her company, some of them for the company, some of them for Kath. So I'm delighted she's joining us today because she's got 15 years of business experience and lots of experience of awards. So welcome, Kath. Hi, Debbie. Nice to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Thanks for joining us. So tell us about Balance. Tell us how it all started and tell us a bit more about the business. Uh,
1: So we have been going for almost 15 years, but um, back in the day, I'm from a finance background and I'd always wanted just to set up my own business. Uh, Probably got that from my dad. He ran his own successful business for about 30 years. And uh, I just didn't know what to do. And uh, I was thinking, although finance is... What I do, I didn't really just want to um, start up a finance company or do people's accounts and, you know, uh, got my first job in recruitment in 2000 and absolutely loved it because uh, I could do my numbers but you can't get more people than recruitment and that that's my thing. I'm a very people person uh, but I do numbers. So I'm a bit of a, an odd one when it comes to that Uh I've worked for various recruitment firms actually and all of them have always asked me to be a consultant. Like, no, I'm happy doing the numbers. I just like talking to people as well. So then I thought, well, that's what I want to do. I've got to find consultants, recruiters, who appreciate the value of a non-recruiter at startup. And that's very difficult to find, to be honest, because if you're a revenue generator, it's very hard to see the value in someone who isn't generating revenue, especially at startup. Um, however, I did I did find two consultants that I was working with at the time and it was two years of planning um, and we'd meet sort of every month or so and um, put our business plan together and we did a why me scenario to make sure that personally we were going to see it through. Um, and then, yeah, we set up and it was May 20, uh, 2008 and um, two weeks later the headlines read, global recession. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought, this is not, not planned for this. When they say uh, put your threats down on the business plan, or that was not uh, one that any of us had considered. So that was a financial crisis. So then we just, yeah, we had two choices. We either went, oh, that was a bad mistake. Let's go back to our previous lives or let's try and trade through this. Um, yeah, so my first ever business financial crisis and we we somehow saw saw it through to the other end
0: amazing that's incredible
1: yeah and then we thought well we've done that we've done the toughest time ever we're never going to see anything like that again and then uh (laughs) march
0: 2020
1: no and uh we went oh another challenge
0: (laughs) affect your business
1: (laughs) i literally stopped it because so we had uh I think at the time, in beginning of March, we had about 35 live jobs we were were working on and within six weeks that turned to five and then two weeks later we had none for six months. Wow. So we had zero revenue for six months and obviously all our fixed costs uh, were still there. So we um, had to take advantage of obviously the furlough scheme. But, yeah, it was something I'm sure a lot of small business owners would would not want to go through again. And uh, now we're back to a very small team again that we're trying to now this year's been touch good, a very good year for us, and we're now rebuilding again. So
0: well, that's amazing. So yeah. over the over the 15 years you've been trading, what's been the thought process behind business awards?
1: All right. So um so of course that first year or two of trading, we um we didn't obviously consider awards. And then I considered our first real year,
0: 2010.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, having traded then a proper year where you can, you know, compare it then to future trading years, we submitted 2011. was our first and it was the Recruiter Awards for Best Permanent Consultant uh, for one of my directors, one of my co-founders, and we uh, we were a finalist. And then... Um, Obviously, it's a big thing. If you've never entered an award before, you don't actually know how to go about it. Um, but we just sort of thought we'd, we'd give it a best shot, and we had lots to to, to talk about. And then each year, we thought well, we'd re-enter, and we did different categories, different uh, so mainly recruitment body awards, or um, and it could have been on specific consultants, or it was on the company as a whole, the small business award, or a specific marketing campaign, we did twice. And then we'd look at awards we could enter non-recruiters into, i.e. me, so Best Businesswoman. And I had an employee, we entered at my marketing exec into the Federation of Small Business Awards, and she won Employee of the Year that year. So we know we're doing something right, uh, that we keep getting recognised across various bodies uh, for different um. For reason for different performance either um, individual or company so
0: so i'm assuming recruitment yeah. agency you have to pitch for clients so do you find that the awards can strengthen that pitch
1: absolutely um however we're because we're such a niche market and we've been in in this space now for 15 years i'm you know i'm pleased and delighted to say that we're, we're, we're sort of the go-to firm in our space in legal accounts now, how we've managed to do that is purely reputation building. Yeah. Um, so, of course, these awards just reinstate that. Um, we've worked out, I think uh, it's about last year, it was 77% of our business is repeat business. Oh. So, um, and a lot of our candidates now are referrals instead of job boards or whatever. So... Because our candidates and clients now merge into one, really. A lot of our candidates and our clients, I mean, we just call them our business partners, really going. Um, so it does help, obviously we always want new business. So for our new business development, if you can show people that over 15 years you've got 17 accolades and they they vary from best, you know, recruitment consultant to best small business recruitment to, you know, marketing campaign, getting out there. And for me, a non-recruiter best businesswoman, and show that I run my business well. So, yeah, it paints a very good picture for us, and it's all true. <laughs> no, but, um, it, they're very strong accolades, really, and, um, yeah, it does really help with the new business pitching. And also, obviously, the knowing who we've worked with, we've worked with the top 5,100 UK and US law firms. Mm-hmm. Um, that obviously supports they work with us. They've seen our awards. Why don't you give us a try? So, yeah. And the fact we've actually traded through, mm. you know, since 2008 um, and we're still here, mm. That's, that says something to it. And they like the smaller firms, Debbie. They like the, I mean, Richard, who's my business partner, he, um, he's been in this space for now 20 years. Uh, all he's ever done is legal finance in London. Um, So he's got very personal relationships with most of our clients and several of our candidates, and he's replaced candidates three or four times throughout their career. Um, So we've got history with these people, very strong relationships, and um, that's what we, yeah, that's what Balance is about
0: really. Where did the name come from, Balance Recruitment?
1: Me! (laughs) I had to sell it to um, my business partners at the time. I came up with all these different ones, and then I said Balance because. There were three reasons behind balance. Balance is in balance sheet, finance. Mm -hmm. Um, Balance is in, and initially it was two uh, recruiters and me, and they were two men, one woman, two revenue generated. So there was a different balance to our leadership. Um, And balance, interest hybrid. So work life, and that is listed in my business plan from 2006. So this is not a new concept. No. is hybrid working—I mean, we were an investor for it from inception. I find it quite difficult that a lot of people are saying there's a new, a new world. A lot of companies have been hybrid since for years. It's just flexible working in my book.
0: So were you already doing hybrid working before the pandemic? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah,
1: and I went to a, um, a recruitment leader meeting. Uh, Networking event. It's about four years ago now, pre-COVID, and we were talking about what we do. And I said, "Oh, we have flexible working, and um, all, all that." A, you know, a staff member just had to text us in the morning and say, "Got childcare issues, or um, dishwasher's broken, got plumber coming out." I'm at, I was like, fine. Log on." Da, da, da. Um, why on earth would you drag them into the office? Mm. And so, a you ruin your day. Be your life because then you've got to have a late night appointment or you've got to pay for extra childcare or whatever. And the majority of the people around me, and they're all uh, business owners of recruitment firms, were stunned. They went, Oh, no, no, we allow um, stuff to work from home, but they have to give us two days' notice. So I thought, that That doesn't work. That's <laughs> not. That's not flexible at all. No, um, no, I was quite surprised. It'd be interesting to meet those same people now and see what they've adopted. But uh, yeah, and it's you're funny. And,
0: quite um, passionate about CSR with your business as well, aren't you?
1: Yeah.
0: Tell us a bit about that.
1: Oh uh, well, we well we've always maintained that we we're socially corporate. Um, And we've always invested in our time and in in charities um, from day dot. Um, We're fully aware of our footprint. Um, At the moment, we were only a very small team of three. So it's hard to invest sort of too much time in focusing on that element of the business. But um, we believe in it strongly. And going forward, we're looking at ways we can do this more and become more a part of the community. Mm. Um, I'm currently mentoring, um, which we consider a great thing. We, we want to invest in the the youth of today and try and assist with them um, finding employment. But this is all very tough at the moment, Debbie. Obviously, it's um, with coming out of COVID and then now, you know, we're possibly looking into a new recession.
0: Mm. It so is. it's
1: hard to invest too much time. Exactly, you know, you've got to keep track of the business as a business to employ people to get the labour market going, so that we can invest more time into corporate social responsibility.
0: Are you finding that um, employers are cutting back on recruitment again at the moment? Uh, we found it's it's levelled off. Um,
1: but saying that, it's November, mm. so. That's not unusual. We, so, we normally have another three or four weeks of um, live jobs uh, seeing to fruition. Uh, there have been a couple that they've now said we're holding till next year. Law firms, most of their end of financial is end of March, um, which is understandable then because uh, new budgets, new headcounts, whatever. Just it rings a few little alarm bells if they can wait a couple more months. But I think just with the uncertainty, I mean, coming from the top, I mean, kind of the, the government can't stay the same for a matter of three weeks at the moment. So, um, with the U-turns and what, are, you know, people are saying, oh well, NI and this and that, and that's our total payroll budget for the year, and then that gets U-turned and whatever. And when you're talking, you know, hundreds or thousands of employees, it's it's big news to to say this is our budget for new heads or not. Um, And also law firms, and, you know, obviously they're 100% of my client base, so um, they are very Mm risk-averse. And although solicitors normally aren't law firms in general, normally uh, do very well in any climate, Mm. but they wait Mm. to see a bit more certainty in outcomes. And uh, so, and once one, Holds off for a while, others follow that's the other thing with being such in such a niche market, mm. so it can be very good because of reputation and go to and this is the firm that recruits for us and da-da. but again if if one stops and they all just decide to do the same thing, then yeah niche doesn't work so well
0: <laughs> no, but I think that's been a a good strategy for you because in the sea of recruitment firms and there are I mean, it's it's a huge industry to actually have made that decision to be very specific about what roles you're going to recruit for and what industry you're going to recruit for. Yeah, it probably as has been a very sensible decision for you. It's um, seen us through. That's still yeah. And so, over the last fifteen years, I mean, you've already gone through one recession, a pandemic. We're now potentially heading into another recession.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So the kinds of people that listen to our podcast are um, a mixed range of business owners. So they could be struggling themselves at the moment. So what sort of advice would you be giving to any type of business to kind of see them through the, you know, the trickier times? Well, this is what I've worked out, how I've we've traded
1: through those, I would call it the the four worst years and the last 15 that. two. Um, is keep your head low but your standards high. Well, and nice. that is that is literally what we've done. And I only really care because head low definitely, um, when I prepared the business plan initially, I was probably the most conservative budgeter ever. And thank goodness that we worked out what, what we just needed to get through. You can just get through, keep your head low. Um, but standards high. Mm. Don't drop your standard on, on what you want your business to, to look like in, the, in when it is good or, or when things do turn. Uh, we saw a lot of business, it's a panic and it's a knee-jerk reaction. Um, oh, my God, we'll, we'll have to do this or we'll we'll just offer our services at this. Well, that's um, completely removing what you've worked towards and setting up the, the standard and the quality of service you want to provide. Now, if, if that goes, I don't want to tr- trade through. We've set up Balance to be a quality business that um, provides top quality service, and you can't do that temporarily, uh, reduce that, and then think you can come out the other side and say, "Oh no, sorry, we're back to we're back to being the top quality service." It's hard because you have to say no to a lot of things that come your way. Mm-hmm. Um, people were preying on small businesses going under, mm-hmm. and to take offers or deals or you know, be it financing deals or dropping your rates to a certain, you know, to compete with the big boys. And, mm. well, why? We're still the same people doing the same job in a much tougher environment. Um, so, yeah, so that's, it is tough to do that, but you just sort of got to think, like, what do I want in the long term and just feel that you are going to get through it. Mm. Um, What's but yeah. your plan for
0: 2023? Where's balance going?
1: Right, so twenty twenty two was thankfully uh, we're looking at back to pre COVID levels again. Oh,
0: fantastic! Um, yeah, so touch wood.
1: Um, I'm still obviously we're never going to be confident in flying or whatever. But twenty twenty three, as long as tw- we can maintain the levels of this year, uh, that is, you know we can ride through whatever if. This new economic climate is going to look like for the next twelve months, two years, three years. I believe, uh, even if it does dip, um, we've been through tough. <laughs> so, you know, I'm getting prepared. Um, but yeah, the fact we're we're on the other side and we're looking to grow, new heads on board. Um, obviously, this whole hybrid working, although we've always been flexible, it it would look different. It, um, the horizon will look different that whether we do office environment or hot desking a couple of times a month and that whole thing it's a it's a new um platform that we're going to you know be on and working on 15 years it's time for me to to change it up anyway and you know get new concepts things don't have to be how they were um but yeah just continue as we are but look at new ideas and new options and potentially, as I said, I'm, I'm mentoring now. Richard might go into more sort of consultancy more um, for, for candidates and clients, more career fulfilment type of role. Um, so personally expanding ourselves, which will only benefit Balance and then getting on more recruiters to continue doing what Balance has always done. Fantastic. And
0: more, yeah. awards, into more awards next year?
1: Oh, definitely. I'm very excited already about next year. So um, we will be entering and I will be
0: re-entering yours. <laughs> and it keeps your profile out there, doesn't it, fundamentally?
1: It does. And you know what, Debbie, I have to say, the, what, it was so important to me like this, this one this year because when I met, I, I met a couple, with a couple of women who were there the year before. So we had already said to each other, it would be great to see you again next year. And it just reignites your passion, mm. regardless of, you know, who wins the award, you know, just being with similar yeah. women of sim- who've been through what you've been through, you know, and it builds your confidence again that actually we're all doing it, we can do it. It really, yeah, I really felt that it yeah, reignited a lot of fire for balance, yeah.
0: It felt a big celebration this year. I think last year, though it was a great celebration because people hadn't been out and we'd had to deliver our awards online on 2020 awards. Um, but this year it somehow felt, I don't know, it just felt a, a much greater celebration. I don't know whether it's because we've we've kind of been through the pandemic now. I think last yeah. year there was an air of uncertainty. Yeah. Um, and I actually think what women do really well is power through the problems and like you i've had my business well 25 years next year and went through that 2007 2008 recession um and you know obviously the pandemic affected my business as well and i'm feeling a little bit i would say slightly nervous but quietly optimistic that we can. the next year to 18 months, because I think it's going to be a short-lived situation. I think once we get a stable government behind us, Mm. we can look at some sort of stability in the economy. Yes. Women do power through these challenges really well. I think that's what I've seen over the last few years. And since we started the awards, looking at all the stories that have come through. And I mean, you know, you're an incredibly inspirational woman who has Mm seen your business through so many challenges so it's been great to listen to what you've got to share today because I think you will inspire other women just to keep going because that's the Thanks, key step. Debbie
1: it is it just keep going <laughs> keep going you can do
0: it basically you can do it just tell yourself every morning I, I've got this yeah. and I think get the, up and you do it getting the right support around you and you've clearly got a good team yeah I think that's really important
1: yeah that's the other thing. It's having um, a business partner who shares exactly the same values and ethos for the business as well. And actually we've just held hands and ridden through it the last couple of years. So,
0: yeah, that's vital. Exactly. And if you haven't got a business partner, find a tribe. find Find people that can support you.
1: Absolutely. And as I said, these women at the awards ceremony, they're brilliant and they're they are friends now for for life life. yeah we're still in contact and we just support each other oh
0: that's lovely yeah that you made that connection at the yeah definitely you've got that ongoing which is great Mm. and we love to see that um somebody posted the other day that they'd um, met at the awards and three years later they're still you know good friends and they they each other and I think that's the thing sometimes people forget about business awards that it's not always a good idea to have a whole table. Sometimes it's good no. to sit on your own or with a, two or three people, and then so you can chat to the. Re-
1: yeah.
0: I think, yeah. You know, I mean, I'm an awards organiser, but I actually don't think it's always a good idea to have a whole table. <laughs> I think yeah. go low and mix with others. That's my opinion. In fact,
1: Debbie, my current accountant was at my table i think in 2017 but we didn't actually realize at the time but now we talk about it and she's actually given me recommendations for my award entry
0: <laughs> fantastic i know that's amazing yeah. well it's been absolutely great to talk to you today and to hear about all the future plans for balance and about all the challenges that you've overcome which are incredible uh so thank you for joining me today kath and we were having have- me that's okay we will make sure cast details are in our show notes and in the comments on the youtube video so thank you and we look forward to watching you win more awards so thank you thanks, Kat. Debbie. see you soon thank you thanks for listening to the business Awards show if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast please share it with others and post about it on social media or leave a rating or review to catch all of the latest information and show notes, please go over to our website, businessawardshow.co.uk. Thank you.